0: that the longest pregnancy on record was 375 days or 12 and a half months. Polymy, I know it can feel like that sometimes. And a woman's uterus will expand to about 500 times its original size during pregnancy. Claire, you've been looking up some really weird facts again, haven't you? Yeah, it's strangely addictive. Anyway, this week we're talking sweeps, Braxton Hicks and hospital bags. Let's find out what's happening for mums and babies at 32 weeks.
1: What's happening for baby?
0: Okay, your baby now weighs about
2: 1.7 kilograms and is as long as a kale leaf, which is around 42 centimetres from head to
0: heel. It's reassuring to know that from 32 weeks, babies born early have a good chance of surviving and thriving, although they may need a little help to breathe at first. Yeah,
2: that's because the lungs won't be fully developed until just before birth. Your baby's fingernails and toenails are now fully formed. And if she gets an itch, she may gently scratch herself. I bet some of our listeners can relate to being a bit itchy at the moment. Your baby's hair is getting thicker, although it may thin out after birth.
0: It's amazing how varied babies are with their hair, isn't it? Some are, like, pretty bald, while others have, like, a huge mop of hair. I always wanted a baby to have a really full head of hair,
2: but mine were both practically bald.
0: Yeah, same here.
2: You're probably wondering what position your baby's in now. She may be getting ready for birth by lying in your womb with her head pointing downwards, but if she's not in that position yet, don't worry. Most babies are in a head-down position by 36 weeks, so there's
0: still plenty of time for her to turn having for you you may have had Braxton Hicks contractions by now which are your practice contractions yeah sometimes it's hard to know what real contractions are like compared to Braxton Hicks especially with your first baby yeah, as a good rule of thumb, real contractions get gradually stronger and more frequent with time, while Braxton Hicks are likely to be irregular and stop after a while. But they can still be pretty uncomfortable and distracting, can't they? <laughs> yeah. When they strike, you may find that changing
2: your activity helps to stop them. So getting up if you've been sitting down or vice versa, that might help. So to kind of warm, but not too hot bath.
0: And if you're wondering what the real deal feels like, then you can find out more about contractions on Baby Centre. As always, there's a link in the show notes.
2: Yeah, there's some really good information on there about what they feel like and how they change at different stages of your labour. So do check those out. Too
0: embarrassed to ask. Right, we've got a bit of a theme of looking ahead to labour this week, Lucy, because we're asking, I'm really embarrassed. I don't know what a sweep is. I've had several
2: sweeps to try to kick off both my labours, but I'll stop oversharing for once. To tell us more about what a sweep is and why it might be carried out, here's our baby centre midwife, Emma.
1: A membrane sweep is performed from 40 weeks onwards in pregnancy if you want to try and get things going. What happens is the midwife will get you to lie on your back and perhaps ask you to put your fists underneath your hips and she'll gently put two fingers into your vagina, slide them up and try and find the neck of the womb or the cervix. And then if she can, she'll put a finger or two fingers through your cervix and push away the membranes surrounding the baby from the inside of your uterus or your womb. She will do this in an attempt to encourage your body to start producing more of the hormone called oxytocin, which the body produces to get your contractions going. Having a membrane sweep, as you can imagine, can be uncomfortable. However, the more relaxed you are, the easier it will be for you. Membrane sweeps will only work if your body is ready to go into labor anyhow. So if you know people who said they've had membrane sweeps that haven't worked, it's probably because they just really weren't ready to go into their labor when the membrane sweep was done even though they don't always work we try them because it's a non-invasive way of trying to get your labor started without any other intervention
2: having had lots of sweeps i find that really interesting thanks emma
0: what do you expect this week right hospital bags let's get this sorted and then it's done lucy you love a list so let's have it in at one
2: Okay, item number one is your birth plan and maternity notes. Don't forget those. No, don't leave home without them. Number two is an old nightdress or t-shirt to wear in labour. It'll probably get a bit messy, so don't buy anything special to wear in hospital.
0: Yeah, now's not the time for your best lingerie. What's next? Oh, number three, dressing gown. So that comes in handy when you end up pacing around the hospital corridors in early labour. You'll probably also want one on the postnatal ward. Hospitals can be very warm, so a lightweight one may be better.
2: Yeah, not a big old thick fleece one. I think I made oh. right that mistake.
0: Yeah, that's really sweaty. <laughs> and
2: also get a dark colour or a busy pattern. That might help with any stains.
0: Oh, mantra for life there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay, what's next? Number four is your friend of mine, Claire, slip-ons. Oh, yeah slippers, sliders, flip-flops, anything that's easy. Basically anything you'd have to lean down to put on. But also socks for labour can be good because your feet can get a bit cold. Oh, yes. Socks are number five. Number six is massage oil
2: or lotion. If you'd like to be massaged during labour, if that's in your plan. Of course. Well, yeah. You might also like to invest in a massage roller or similar aid. So your birth partner can massage you for longer.
0: Oh yeah, if you're worrying about your partner getting a bit of hand strain from massaging you whilst you give birth to a whole new human being then you're definitely a more considerate woman than I am. (laughs) Yes. Oh, number
2: seven, birth ball. This can help you find different positions in labour and it also may help you manage the pain of contractions. Check out whether the hospital has the right size for you and if they don't, then you could always take your own.
0: But remember to bring a pump so that your birth partner can inflate it for you. You don't want them keeling over from blowing it up themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number eight. This
2: one is key. Snacks and drinks. You need to take loads of those for during and after the birth.
0: Yes, you can get pretty hungry and definitely thirsty. Most women are able to eat and drink during labour and it can help to keep your energy levels up. The hospital will have food and drink available, but you may prefer to pack a few things that you know you like. It's best to choose carb-packed snacks that give a slow release energy to keep you going fruit unsalted nuts crisps cereal bars and popcorn are all good options i think i took all of those (laughs) yeah i think we plowed our way through those you may also want some mints or boiled sweets to freshen your mouth also pack a few isotonic sports drinks which are great for giving you a boost when you need it most okay number nine is a few bits to help you pass the time so books magazines
2: podcasts that kind of thing
0: You may also want to download some fun and distracting apps on your phone to keep you occupied during early labour. In at number 10 and 11 are lip balm and hair bands.
2: Lip balm because your lips can dry out on a warm labour ward, especially if you're using gas and air. And also hair bands, obviously, if you've got long hair, you might want to have the option to tighten it up.
0: What about pillows? Those C-shaped ones can help when you're breastfeeding, can't they?
2: Yeah, pillows are good. That's 12 on the list. The hospital might not have enough. And as you say, Claire, they can help later with breastfeeding. Oh, two more items. Number 13 is a TENS machine if you're planning to use one. I know some places have them already, don't they? Yeah, but it's good to check beforehand. Yeah, And finally, number 14 is your playlist.
0: Yeah, with a good range of kick-ass motivational music and some more soothing, calming stuff, depending on what you need. You definitely don't want the three hours of, well, noise, believe me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That would be guaranteed to do your head in. Check out whether your hospital has any policies about what you can and can't take and just be aware that space can be a bit short or very short. When they see you with that birth ball and (laughs) hello. (laughs) Looking like you're essentially going to the beach. Also, I know some mums pack two bags, one for labour and the hours immediately afterwards and then they have another one for the stay on the hospital ward. Yeah, and you can leave the second bag in the car if you're driving to avoid looking like you're staying for a month. Yeah, there are no luggage trolleys on the maternity ward entrance, I'm afraid. So thinking about that second bag, you'll want some clothes to wear in hospital and to go home in. And they'll need to be loose because it takes a while for your tummy to go back down. You'll also want your nursing bras if you're planning to breastfeed and breast pads, whatever you're going to do, because your breasts will produce milk after birth.
2: Yeah, oh, and a couple of packs of
0: maternity pads. Oh, yeah, don't forget
2: the mattresses. (laughs) Yeah, and your big old knickers to hold everything in place. Yep. We've mentioned this before, but I think the cheap cotton ones are so much nicer than those sort of throwaway paper ones, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and in terms of toiletries, you can get the travel size stuff, which keeps your bag a bit less bulky. So, Lucy, what about towels? Yeah, the hospital will have them, but they might be a bit threadbare.
2: It's up to you, I guess, if you've got space. You'll also want a fresh nightshirt or T-shirt. And quickly, what do you need to pack for baby? Well, definitely pack some cotton wool. Your baby's skin is going to be very delicate. So many experts recommend using cotton wool and water for nappy changes at first, rather than baby wipes. If you are going to choose baby wipes, though, opt for the ones that are free from alcohol and fragrance. Also, two or three sleep suits and vests.
0: Yeah, and I might be the only person who did this, but you want size newborn and not to 3 months because I got the wrong size.
2: Yeah, I think I took in a to 3 months and it was really, really baggy. You actually do need newborn, even if you've got a fairly big baby yeah yeah also a hat a baby blanket some muslin squares and whatever clothes you want to take your baby home in if you're going to have a kind of special going home
0: outfit and don't forget the nappies and of course the car seat
2: ah uh, yes some hospitals won't let you leave by car without one i remember spending the whole day trying to work out actually how our car seat fitted in the car so it's probably a good idea to <laughs> to do that before rather than just leaving it to the day you're actually
0: leaving hospital have a practice and the car seat is another thing that you can leave in the car until you need it birth partners a lot of the things on the list will apply to you too check out the baby center website for more ideas on what you might need Also, it's great to download the Baby Centre app beforehand because there's a feature on there that allows you to time your contractions, which is super handy. Oh, that is super handy.
2: Oh, and birth partners, remember, change for the car park or vending machines and your phone charger. And it's worth checking with the hospital if you have driven to see if they can stamp your car parking ticket so you're not paying for like three days and seven hours or something.
0: Yeah, and you're going to be needing that phone charger a lot to record things and phone around the relatives with the happy news. That's probably one of the best jobs, I reckon. Oh, Yeah. Okay, that
2: rounds things up for this week. As always, please remember that the podcast don't replace medical advice, and you should always speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns.
0: We hope you stay well, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time for thirty-three weeks. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy, or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the BabyCentre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for BabyCentre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends.